This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Okay, it's Dave here again with my wife, Kathy. Hello! We're doing another cinema after a small hiatus. Yes, it's two weeks of hiatus. Yeah, we just couldn't get to the cinema. No, we have really busy lives. Yeah. <laughs> we're very important and yeah. uh, po- we're very popular. Yeah. I find. Mm-hmm. Um, and ever since we started doing this podcast, people have just been stopping us on the street. I know, it's getting embarrassing. <sighs> it's just like all the selfies, because our faces are so famous. Yeah. Um, so we're going to see Arrival, uh, which is the new sci fi film that everyone's raving about yeah. by director Denis Villeneuve. Is that how you pronounce it? No, I don't think so. I think <laughs> I butchered it. And we're so excited because we love a good sci-fi and this is getting like amazing reviews. Yes, and I'm hoping that this is a, a very thought-provoking sort of sci-fi. Because I, I, I think the last time we saw a sort of sci-fi alien movie was Independence Day Resurgence. And that was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. So um, hoping for some proper good cerebral sci-fi. And it stars Amy Adams. She's amazing. And the last time she welcomed an alien to Earth... It was Superman. <laughs> yes. And that didn't go so well. So her track record isn't the best in this genre. But this is... Anyway, I literally know nothing about it because I've steered clear of all trailers. And I haven't read any reviews. I've just seen the headlines about how great it is. So I did my trick where I started watching the trailer. And then I got like 25 seconds in. And I was like, okay, this is this looks good. I'm stopping now. <laughs> You're because like, I, I felt I like, to see this. Yeah, I'm sure the rest of the movie was in the trailer. Yeah, okay. I have no doubt. We have to say we are running late again, mm-hmm. as always. So we may possibly miss the start of this, which I'm frustrated about. We won't um, miss it. We're just going to have to stop podcasting. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Run. <laughs> there are days that define your story beyond your life. Like the day they arrived. What might be called first contact. The objects measure at least... I'm Colonel G.T. Webber from Army Intelligence. Pack your bags. You're at the top of everyone's list when it comes to translations. Priority one. What do they want? Where are they from? You'll be reporting to me, but you'll be working with him when you're in the show. That's what they call him, the UFO. Okay. Oh, my God. I loved that. Yeah, I loved it, too. I absolutely loved it. It was incredible. I... The masterpiece. Absolute masterpiece. Yeah. Oh, my God. I... I was actually in floods of tears yeah, I know. at the end and then it just ended very abruptly and the lights came up and then the guy next to me suddenly I was very conscious that <laughs> I was bawling crying and then the guy got up to leave like immediately uh, and I was like trying to, to like pretend I wasn't crying or something I, uh, you need to pretend no but I was like but why was I wanted to sit there and just let it sink in and appreciate the yeah, credits actually, but then well, the lights came I don't know why we're on. talking about the end of the movie I know right I jumped now. straight to the end it, it, it did end very abruptly which I don't agree with as a stylistic choice anyway but, but it was a perfect ending it was a perfect ending yeah no I just the way the credits came up and then the lights were on that was a weird experience so let's a weird way to be talking about the film because that doesn't matter um, or is it um, so yeah let's do a quick we'll do a quick no spoilers and then we'll go into spoilers um, yes we're going to try a new um, way of doing spoilers where we actually will physically go on to spoiler street um, where we describe spoilers at that point no yeah. we're not 
I'm just, <laughs> it's going to be more metaphorical. It's a metaphor. I'm just trying to tie it into You're our cinema theme a bit more. We'll walk down Spoiler Street, Street. Spoiler Street. After we discuss the film generally. Yeah? It's a bit laboured. It's a bit laboured. Um, all right, like so it. go on. You oh, let, well, let's, like give a very, let's give a very quick uh, synopsis. Actually, let's not really synopsize this because I think the less you know about this movie, the better. Um, well, I all think you need to know is that there's an alien invasion and the army recruit a translator in the States to try and translate and work with the aliens to figure out what they're saying. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Um, I missed the beginning. Did you... Yeah, because we need to stop bloody showing up late to the yeah. cinema. I'm so frustrated. I came in after Dave, but I mean, like we know what happened. Twelve alien well, we know ships what landed, but like every every like <laughs> second of that that movie was like um, a visual masterpiece. Yeah. And also, like the beginning of the film is where they're going to dump the most exposition. Yeah, I on thought you, you might have made the middle because I went off to the loo. No, I walked in and she was watching the news, and it was just about the twelve ships that had landed. So oh. I don't know. Maybe we saw them land beforehand. Maybe there was a crucial thing we missed, wasn't. which would change our whole perspective of the movie um, alright okay so overall opinions for me before we get to spoiler street is um, I, I already hate beautiful. spoiler street I actually actually think I may have guessed that it was by the same director of Sicario if we hadn't read it beforehand because it looked so like Sicario um, different cinematographer I, I believe it felt very similar um, I preferred this to Sicario though but um, yeah I just thought it was amazing it was so thoughtful and clever and there was a slow burn at the start almost to the point where I was thinking oh is this a bit too slow like my mind wandered a little bit but then it really paid off because it was um, it, that's what the beauty of it was it was actually very academic it's just someone trying to study a language and communication and you know there's only one plot in the movie which I really liked um, it was just the discovery of it and it reminded me a bit of Contact the Jodie Foster movie Yes, and it was reminding me a bit of Gravity as well and I don't know if it's just because they're both female led sci-fi movies um, Contact obviously more appropriate because it's about contacting them but yeah I loved it and I thought Amy Adams is incredible and Jeremy Renner was really good as her supporting actor and Forrest Whitaker was amazing as usual Like so it was just such a stellar cast and really clever and quite unique I'm so with you. I just I loved I loved every bit of it. I agree. It was slow at the beginning, but I liked that. I like, and I think it needed that. And it it sort of it really it had that sort of two thousand one quality to it. That mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I don't want to say too much because of spoilers. But I agree. Amy Adams deserves an Oscar nomination for that. I think it's such a subtle performance. Yeah, she she, she does she does very she does a lot with very little. It's all about her. She acts as just her face for most of this movie, and it's extraordinary um, and beautiful. And as I said, it was just it just swept me up the whole thing. And I just love there's so many messages in this, which I think we can get to in spoilers. There's a car going very slowly <laughs> here. I don't know how that's going to sound on the podcast. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of just stunned. I can't. I'm trying to collect all my thoughts. I know. Right, well, it. we've just hit Spoiler Street. Oh, my Turning God, look spoiler at Spoiler Street. Street. Favourite street. So I'm going to get straight into spoilers now. Um, firstly, I completely called it that she was seeing the you future did. and it was her baby with Jeremy Renner. And I actually Fair called play. it before I said it to you. I had already figured it out. How far back did you call it? I called it the second time she saw the baby because I thought she looked really confused. It wasn't a memory. She was uh. like, what's happening to me? Um, well done you turned to me and then I was like yeah 
that's gotta be it and you and called also, it way ahead of time it was really reminding me of the time traveler's wife like the end scene was basically the time traveler's wife i love i just love that concept that so um you can you can just perceive time as a f- as f- as f- as flat and you exist in all moments yeah. simultaneously although i will say what a kind of awful way to live if you actually think about it well she said that she said i you know i i know i know why my husband left me yeah um, and also i love how the aliens then also fed her misinformation because they relayed a conversation she had with the chinese general which actually never that happened because in real life like how flattering for one's ego as if the, the leader of of china would come to a party and say the only reason i came to this party was to meet you that moment like, it was, was fantastic wait wait what do you think the alien no the, the aliens weren't conveying that to her that was her living it in the future no the aliens were conveying it because he said i think it's important for you to have this conversation with me because he was aware of how her mind worked and the time so he oh, was aware he was aware i thought the yeah, aliens yeah no 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 there's no aliens there that's her that was a flash forward which she was perceiving but she was confused because she's perceiving time differently then he's he had to show her the number in the future so she would know it in the past yeah no i got that but i thought it was the aliens manipulating their, their memory no no I, okay. I, well maybe like, i guess you could read it anyway yeah. i disagree i think that was just well either way it was being told gener- to her in that moment so she'd remember it in the, the past. general referenced that her mind he 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 acknowledged that her mind works in different ways so he acknowledged her confusion and he realized that's why he relayed the whole line to her because he realized she needed that yeah so in a way he stopped he saved himself as well that's what it's fun it's all the fun of a time travel movie without actual time travel by the end yeah um did you think there was a bit and i know this is where we tend to differ stylistically um when they initially go to the alien ship and they're showing us how the gravity moves and how it all looks and i was just like all right we get it I yeah. found that a bit laboured. You literally said that to me. Yeah, I was just like, all right. No, I disagree. I just, but and actually, you, you shouldn't have. I, I kind of, um, I was annoyed for you because you took me out of it. Oh, sorry. Because I was like, first of all, that score by yeah, I just looked up his beautiful. name, Johan Johansson, and he's worked with um, this director on Sicario, which had an incredible score. Mm-hmm. He does tension so well. It's a lot of like, boom. It's just like really gets under your skin, which is what it was doing in that moment with a really slow build up. The score was building up, and then Kathy turns to me and goes, "Just get on with it already." <laughs> um, so thank you for just that. Meet the freaking alien. Yeah, you're welcome. No, just meet the freaking alien. Well, but if they just rocked up and met the alien, no, what's the but they had already spent five minutes floating upwards in awe. Yeah, because hello, this is <laughs> the first time these two who we're following the journey with have been on a feckin' alien spacecraft and are okay. meeting aliens for the first time. Can we have a little bit of build-up build and tension where you just want them to show up at the glance and say, hello? I, no, I get it. I'm just For me, and it's actually one of the problems I had with Sicario, some of those scenes were a little bit laboured. But by the end, it was really I high octane. I think laboured is a harsh word to ever use. From, ever uh, since the scene where they had the bomb in with the aliens, from that scene on, it was like edge of your seat, like so clever because it's action but the action's done like you know without people running around and screaming it's like a very like very tense intellectually tense action the whole thing was tense and yeah. frustrating it made me frustrated with humanity yeah. like at so many stages when the, when uh, the 12 nations are just cutting off communications yeah. with each other when the Chinese and the Russians are want to attack it and it's so reasonable because that is how humans will react and it's just sad and then the soldiers in the camp who are 
scared and they want to, to attack it and they're the ones who plan to bomb it's like this is all this is all happen. stuff which yeah. is happening now and that's what the best sci-fi does is it you know it, it, it holds a mirror to society mm-hmm. and, and uses contemporary issues and I think we're seeing a lot of this you can read this as a as a, a metaphor for immigration yeah. for instance aliens we're trying to they land on our soil they try to communicate with us um, and their intentions are misinterpreted. Well, this movie was written with um, an Obama, Obama president, right? So imagine what this movie would look like now with a Trump president. The America, like America, wouldn't be the savior in, in this case. America would be the first one to shoot the, sh- the ship up. Yeah. Oh, so tr- it's Trump hilarious that Americans were the diplomats in this situation. You think Trump would be funding the, all those scientists out in a, out no, in a tent in the middle of the... No, I think he'd be blowing the, the ship up. Exactly. Um, oh yeah, we haven't done a podcast since the election. So this is so weird, right? The last... The, we did a Independence Day podcast on the day of Brexit when we were really depressed. And then last week... Oh yeah. We actually didn't do any podcasts. And I know we said we didn't go to the cinema, but also we were just like kind of depressed after the election and just not really in the mood to do anything. And now it's interesting that we went to see this another, what could have been dystopian sci-fi, but wasn't actually. Um, but this is, is the, a really beautiful this is message. The absolute antidote to Trump. It yeah, is a, it beautiful, a beautiful message, message. because I it's all it. about cooperation. The aliens gave gave us twelve different pieces, which encouraged us to work together, and it was also so we could help them. You know, so it was all about. Yeah, they in, said we I loved that in three thousand years. years. What a cool line! But that made sense because actually. You know, people are right to ask, like, why are you landing in our planet? And, you know, actually, it isn't particularly beneficial for 12 alien pods to just land on Earth and not communicate with humans because... But they were communicating, they were trying. No, but I'm saying, but what happened is that the entire world was rioting, the exchange markets were collapsing, people were shooting each other. Like, that's a terrible thing. And actually, the aliens did cause that by landing and not making clear that they weren't violent. I know, but they couldn't, that's... They, this is how they, this is the only, they could only communicate in one way I know so that's that and I, I get like I get it but I'm just saying really it's a little bit um, big headed of, of a new race to just land and it was interesting earlier on in the movie they used up the metaphor with the white Englishman versus the aboriginals in Australia because really the aliens were just landing and saying we know better than you this is a gift we're giving you and you're lucky to be getting it <laughs> Whoa! I think you you're adding a bit of a message into the aliens. No, but, here. but you're I'm lucky not. They to be getting it. They deliberately brought up the Aboriginal and the Englishman early on in the movie, yeah. and like the aliens were saying, no. But I'm saying what made sense then is the aliens said, "We'll need you in three thousand years' time." So the aliens want to help Earth because it's to their benefit, and that made way more sense than just, "Oh, we're such a amazing race of aliens. We just want to come and give you this gift and then leave again because no one buys that. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I thought it was really good. It added context to it. They're like, we want to help you because you're going to help us. Because you're going to help us, yeah. Um, but at the same time, it actually is pretty but that's irresponsible a nice to just land on a planet message. and expect that they're not going to be intimidated by your presence and, and possibly try and retaliate. But we don't know that the aliens uh, didn't expect us to be intimidated yeah, or anything. We don't really know what... And I like that when they, they were bombed... What they perceived anything as. They saved um, Amy Adams. Yes. And Jeremy Renner. That whole scene nice. with the bomb, that so That was tense. amazing. And what I liked about it is usually with the bomb scene, the camera focuses on the bomb, the timer, and that's all that the scene's about. But this scene, for like a minute, they'd go off the bomb and just be doing their normal kind of academia. <laughs> and then they'd show the bomb That's what made it so again. tense. And the alien was tapping the glass to point at them. It was so frustrating. So, yeah. Um, did you think... Uh, there was another way I was kind of reading it at the beginning 
when they were communicating with the aliens through the, through the glass, I don't know if it was this deliberate or not, but it really resembled a cinema screen. Yeah, it did a little bit. I think you could read it as sort of, uh, you know, cinema is... Cinema is a, a, a way of communicating ideas yeah. um, to people and they have to try and interpret them, mm-hmm. which is what we're doing now. Yeah. Which That's also felt like fun. a nice analogy. There's loads of interpretations of this movie, which is fun. I, ju- oh, I just absolutely Yeah, I think it. we'll have to go away and think about it a lot. I um, want to watch it again. And I want to read, we saw that it was based on a story, so we want to read that story as well. But what a, what a fun thing, just decoding language and slow like watching them slowly add more and more words and develop these systems of visual communications it's just and I love that at the start Jeremy Renner's like science is the foundation of all communication and she's like no it's not and she explains and she like owns every scene and she's like this is all the reasons we need to have language before we have anything else and she's just such a cool lead and she's like the hero of the whole piece and it is amazing because you never see films with women like that. So it's cool. I that final montage just yeah, it was heartbreaking. So beautiful that score. But now when we're in spoilers, why can't? Why did we see the daughter as a teenager? She's going to die of cancer. She's going to die after that. It's just with that, with that, the hair. She might have no, but younger. she had cancer when she was like seven. But then it showed her when she, she was, was clearly like seven. 18. Because you could see... She wasn't 18. She was a young teenager. She's yeah. going to die. Yeah, yeah. I, I was interested. You're just, I, I agree. I was slightly confused. But that's just probably just before she started getting sick. And then without the hair, she probably looked younger. Yeah, maybe that was And also it. you were relating. We were seeing a young girl for a lot of the scenes. Then we were seeing She's her She's such a great bed. actress, that little girl. Yeah. Um, oh, and the most hilarious thing of all is, did you notice that her house was basically the house from Sleeping with the Enemy? What? Amy Adams' house. No. Well, Do you remember that I, movie? Well, yeah, but I don't have intimate um, blueprint knowledge of the house in my head. Like, she lived in this beachside mansion that was all glass and, like, completely luxurious. Wait, I thought she was on holidays then. No, because she was there at the oh, start and the end. Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you're a baddie. Oh, so do you think... That's Jer- the kind of house a baddie lives in. Do you think Jeremy Renner had a thing with the towels? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Do you, maybe that's why they <laughs> broke they up. They broke up because he used to because tidy the towels. Because he didn't tidy the towels properly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, anyway, I thought that was quite funny. And that was all I could think of at the end throughout that scene. I mean, I was still crying, don't get me wrong. But I was also like, where do you live? A lot of money wow. in linguistics. I, lo- I love how your brain works. <laughs> um, but anyway, listen, we better get off because I have to go into the shops. Okay. Yeah. But right. yeah, loved it. Uh, We're just off Spoiler Street as well. It's a long street. It's such a long street. Spoiler Street. Mm. Uh, We also live here. Yeah. (laughs) uh, One, two, three, Spoiler Street is our address. So uh, don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter at The Cinema. Let us know what you thought of Arrival. If you did watch it, or if you didn't watch it and you're listening to this, then... Sorry, we've spoiled it all for you. Well, no, I'm not sorry. Because they heard our warning. You have... You've just ruined a good movie for yourself. Whoever you you are. Walked in Spoiler Street Who are you? Let us know. Write, uh, write in if you're that person who watched, who didn't watch the movie and listened to the spoilers. Because I want to know what you're all about, Mr. Slash Mrs. And also, can we, um, for anyone who hasn't seen it, it's on our Twitter and our Facebook. Um, our really beautiful new art that we got by our friend Arthur. Yes, thank you, really Arthur. Cool. Yeah. It looks great. Um, so check that out. All right. And, uh, yeah, okay. Bye. See you later. Bye.